Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taste of Dragons, the Toddcast, the video game podcast that all the Witchers listen to. Every last Witcher? Every last one. There's only a few left. Sad. There are. Say, school yeah. of the Cat, School of the Wolf, School of the Griffin, School of the Other One I Never Remember. Yeah. School of the Ursine. <laughs> Just oh, the a bear. fancy way for bear. Yeah. Just to say mm. bear. Fair enough. Roar. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Roar. <laughs> well, uh, let's see here. My name is Brian. I'm Manda. I'm Troy. Davidson. That's me. <laughs> I'm Zach. I forgot, I'm, I forgot you dropped that. <laughs> that's okay. And I'm Caitlin. All right. So, uh, so let's see here. Let's get started with the the games we've been playing this week. Yeah, you know, I've been thinking of those of those uh, uh, segments we have. You yeah. know, we have like a a catchy in for certain things. Yeah, we do. What's like a what's like a catchy in for like what are you playing? What are you playing? Uh, I, I really wasn't expecting that, and yeah. I very no. much enjoyed it. You're welcome. <laughs> Nailed it off the bat. That was beautiful. Hey, One like, and done. Yeah, that's right. Now let's see if he remembers it next week. Hey, it? It's that, Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it'll be easy to remember. I was 100% bought into the fact that you just made that up. And I was like, that's great. He's, did you guys see that? He's really good. I'm, I'm really good. <laughs> I can sing and play the drums at the same time. <laughs> the people at home don't know that you're not Phil Collins. No, totally not. <laughs> well, Phil Collins is listening to his podcast. It's everyone listens. Yeah. So. Everybody does. Okay, so there one person at home knows Brian isn't Phil Collins. <laughs> and that's Phil Collins. That's <laughs> Phil Collins. <laughs> Curses. <laughs> like well, it. let's get this uh, party started. So, uh, how about uh, let's start with myself this week? Um, this week, played a couple of just. I just started like some games. I didn't really like mm-hmm. get into any specific game, uh, like Darkest Dungeon. I finally started playing, wow. which is a pretty good game. That's um, a hard game. Yeah, I'm, I've died a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then uh, let's see here. I played uh, like the, there's a South Park like card game as well on your phone. So I played mm. that for a little bit, and I'm terrible at the versus mode. Okay. Uh, but the game I want to talk about this week is uh, Overwatch, actually. Ooh. I uh, finally reached level 25 on the <laughs> PS4. You're of drinking age now. I'm of drinking age. <laughs> I can now compete. That's right. <laughs> level 25. Now you can uh, get into all these comp matches with us. Just in time for the rework. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best time to do it. Actually, the competitive season for Overwatch ends early. It this, does. It's this time. August it ends 13th. on the 13th. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. that's, that's my father's birthday. <gasps> so it's easy Aww. to remember. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I want to talk Happy, about that just yep. because, like, I only played, I think I played it, what, two nights, I think, uh, over the last week with you guys. And uh, man, it's just. It's just so fun whether we're winning or losing. Like, <laughs> like it's just great because not only are we like doing well and you know we're talking to one another, but we're also trash talking each other, <laughs> even though it's a cooperative game and we're trying to beat the other team. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, so you did that. Well, you know, it's not as good as mine, but that's fine. <laughs> There's two games afoot. One game is uh, you know completing the objective. Obviously, yeah. The other time is making your teammates feel like crap. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so you guys did really well. Well, I guess, you know, not well enough because I got four golds this match. <laughs> it, it works with friends. It does. It absolutely does, yeah. But there's there's five of us, and so there's always one rando. Yeah. And, like, how we did depended on how well that rando did. Yeah, yeah definitely. Are, there's, you, are you looking forward to the 2-2-2 cop? 
Uh, yeah. I mean, we kind of were doing that. Yeah. But uh, I was so trying to be the the evangelist on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> preaching preaching the ways of uh, two tanks, two damage, two uh, healers out there. Yeah, but I I'm looking forward to it. But I'm it, it is kind of weird again because like I I almost always play Diva because that's that's just what I'm really good at. So as I'm playing it, there's like one of these matches where. This person on the other team was just killing us with Widowmaker, mm-hmm. just mercilessly destroying us. So like we let it go one map and like we lost. Yeah. And then it was the next match where we were attacking, and I was like, "All right, the same person's there. Let's just see what we can do on attack." We were just getting stopped yeah. like nonstop, and I was like, "Well, screw this. Let me see how good of a widow he is." So I switched to widow, mm-hmm. and then like I immediately like hook up and just headshot. I was like, "Well, not that good." <laughs> and I just and it it made the opening for the rest of us to push because yeah. we were getting oppressed by that widow. Yeah. So by you taking that widow out gave us the window of opportunity for us to then push and then yeah. take the point and then the game. Yeah, and then yeah, so we b- took the first point and I was like, all right, well let's let's just keep pushing. So we mm-hmm. went down to the next one and I I I had shot at the widow the next one, took out uh, one of the other players as well. I was like, well, I guess that's all we needed. And then they, everybody else just pushed in. They're on the yep. points, and I'm like all the way away. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing nothing. It, it'd be cool as if you when you went back to spawn if mm-hmm. you were tank and someone was dps and you were both at spawn if you could switch you could but then that's still throwing off the way that they're gonna do it no no i'm just on. saying yeah. if, if oh they, yeah, yeah if that's how they mean. did yeah. two, 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 two comp and then when you were at yeah. spawn you're like hey trade with me and I'm like oh yeah cool you take that that's guy out and that's my back. main concern with it, yeah that's what i'm concerned with yeah. when, if you were locked down to tank you couldn't have done that. i couldn't have done that at and all. then you would have to solely rely on whoever is in that position to be able to perform efficiently correct and without a lot of times when it comes to games, sometimes you just have to do it yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's what it <laughs> and, was. You know, and uh, you won't be able to do that anymore. No. Like, you no. just can't. And so I don't know if it's going to suffer or if it will just make everyone want to improve their skills. I'm hoping it goes that route. Yeah, same here. <laughs> Especially if you're doing comp because, you know, this was just quick play. We're all, you know, we're all with one mm-hmm. another. And so I think maybe in comp it'll be a little bit better because you will be matched with people of your exact same skill. So yes. maybe it's like, all right, this other person's really good at Widow. You know, hopefully the guy on my team is going to match their skill right? Yeah. as far as that goes. So It'd be interesting if, if they reverted and kept quick play the way it is now mm-hmm. in the future. And then um, the, the roll lock, the 2-2-2, is only for competitive. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes because I know they're going to have it in the arc- arcade yeah. for, for quick play classic. But we'll see how it goes. But the but... arcade is for mystery heroes only, Brian. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah that's 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 what i want to talk about because it was just it was it was interesting actually playing it again and be like oh yeah that's right i wouldn't have been able to do this yeah. in like a month time <laughs> yeah this is the last time this get it. it in yeah yeah exactly so yeah that's my game of the week yeah. uh so uh so let's go to you troy what did you play all right last week marvel ultimate alliance 3 the black order released whoop, whoop. yep yep it is the, the third in a franchise um it's a top-down, um, reminiscent of a dungeon crawler type game where you get to play either cooperatively or by yourself, and you get to play as one of the many, many Marvel characters that they have <laughs> shoved into that property <laughs> <laughs> any which way they can. Um, to, to be honest, the way it feels, do you all remember, you know, back in the 90s when I was a young lad... I played this X-Men arcade game that had Jubilee and Nightcrawler and oh, yeah. Yeah, Cyclops. And it was just a side-scroller. And yep. you would do your moves, and then every once in a while you'd do your super move, and Nightcrawler would dart around the screen, and he'd be like, this is great. And the Magneto would say that line, and everyone would go, yay. <laughs> All your base are belong to us. Yeah. Um, and then uh, this 
gives me those same feelings of just okay. this kind of arcade beat em up you know, press an attack button and then do a super move and don't really worry too much and just, you know, put together your favorite dream team of Marvel uh, heroes from Psylocke to Nightcrawler to Iron Man to Captain America to Ghost Rider. Like, just put them in and see what happens. Um, It just seems like a celebration, especially after this year with Endgame coming out. Like, I am ready for this type of game it's been a long time since i played the other ones yeah and um that end game year is just still in my blood of just having <laughs> the ultimate like combinations of characters on screen to be able to like put that into a game and like get that out is really 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 fun nice um the story's very they took a lot of inspirations of the characters from the movies so they act kind of how they do in the movies mm-hmm. but it's it's you know there's stones you gotta yeah. collect them you know how it is <laughs> yeah. that's what you do is, is thor fat um thor is not thick so to speak okay yeah no he's, his he's, beard is thick nice Ooh. yeah nice. but his his likeness isn't uh-huh um i tried co-op last night uh got online with bobby just to see uh our friend bobby see how it would work uh, online uh, only a few times did his character kind of, you know, g- kind of glitch around. But for the most yeah, part, yeah. it was pretty smooth. He cannot control my characters. <laughs> so he can't switch, which he found relieving. <laughs> oh, okay. I got you. Because when you're playing the game, you're in charge of four people at once. And you can switch back and forth between them and manage them. Um, so he was very happy to, like, not have to worry about that. And he's way <laughs> further in the game. So he was bringing, like... The most insane leveled storm in Doctor Strange. <laughs> At one point, we wisened up and we put two Hulks on the team, and it was the best thing ever. <laughs> What's better than one Hulk? Two Hulks. That's the answer. And we just smashed all day. Nice. Um, yeah, so it's just a, a lot of fun. I, I wouldn't say it's very in depth. I, I think there was, um, I was a little more intrigued in the older games, X Men Legends. Yeah, from the early right. 2000s, kind of the, uh, the, progeny of of this series um and there was there seemed to be more depth in that game than there is in in this (laughs) yeah just to the point of like unlocking codex and learning about the characters or even like coordinating your costumes to get special uh buffs like if you like if you could get the x-men together and get the original x-men and then dress them in their original costumes you would get an in-game bonus to your plane and that's Fun. Yeah. And that is not in this game. Um, it reminds me of a little game known as Final Fantasy X 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to dress the part. Yeah. You got to be able, got ready to go. Dress spheres. Good job. Yeah. Is there a dance number? Um, Not yet, but there is a Deadpool and he dances a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's himself. all you need. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you do get some bonuses for teaming people up. If you put Wolverine and Deadpool and Rocket Raccoon on like a team, then you get like the smart Alec buff. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> You know, if you is, put the, yeah, is uh, Cyclops, uh, uh, Colossus in there? Uh, not as a playable character. Uh, he, d- he does show up, and he runs at Magneto. What are you doing, bud? <laughs> <laughs> you you turn into metal. You don't run at the metal bending guy. You who, know what you, who you are. Right? Come on, bud. <laughs> Wolverine does it all the time. <laughs> I know, but that's that's him though. Yeah. Colossus should know better. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the story's fun. The game is fun. It's it's really good playing that and just kind of turning the brain off or putting on a, a movie or something and just enjoying video games for nothing more than just video just games. Just mindlessly <laughs> enjoying video games. Yeah, nice, it's nice. the best way to do it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, how about you, Zach? What did you play? Uh, in preparation for uh, Fire Emblem comes out tomorrow, which I'm really excited for, Ooh, I've been whoop. trying to cram 
uh, back on Shadowbringers because I kind of fell off of it. Yeah, just that's uh, Final of the, Fantasy fourteen, right? Yeah, yeah. just because of... It's the same reason why, like, I redownloaded Destiny, but, like, I refuse to launch it because it's just, like, <laughs> there's so much upkeep. Like, I got to log into this game every day or else I'm going to be behind. And then if I'm not behind, then what's the point? So yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to finish at least the main story this week before I get into that because my life's Zach, over. it's me. It's me, Destiny. No. <laughs> log, log in, Zach. Come on. The moon's coming back. <laughs> I've got some sweet dailies if, for if, you. If they bring back Peter Dinklage, I'll come back. <laughs> there's lots of wizards on the moon (laughs) (laughs) no but uh i didn't i didn't beat the story but i went from like level 72 to 79 uh so i've done a lot good a good chunk (laughs) of the dungeons and right before i came here did a a giant eight-man boss fight that was like probably my favorite in the entire game so far it is nice wait wait did you have eight men or was it like one person who was eight men as a boss no like like eight party members fighting one guy okay Uh, this this is in power rangers (laughs) (laughs) a boy can have his dreams okay absolutely can But yeah, I mean, if you look at any of the reviews, a lot of the reviewers have said that this is not just a good expansion, but it's honestly like one of the best Final Fantasy stories that's Damn, ever been done. Don't tell me that. It, 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 it actually 100% is. I like. I honestly, like, I just beat that boss, and now I know I have a ton of cutscenes to watch, and like, I just want to go home and watch the cutscenes yeah. right now. It's so and good. When they say that, do they mean just the expansion or the entire story leading up to that? This expansion, but like you make the argument that we've had, I mean... I forget how long the game's been out, but you have how many years of story that gives context. Yeah, that gives context to what you're doing. You know, so. yeah. They're, they're, this is the best expansion story, but overall, especially because of everything leads up to this, that it is a extremely good. Probably, I, I agree. Probably one of the better. If not the best Final Fantasy story. If stop, you're in for it for the story, no, nope, I don't want to hear anymore. Do you play on anymore. PC or do you play on the PS4? On PC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> I, I mean, I've heard controller support for the game's really good, but MMOs are the one type of game where it doesn't feel right unless I'm using the keyboard because it's just there's too yeah. much to manage. I'm with you. But I don't want to spoil too much, but some of the things I suspected, I feel like, are some twists are happening, what not, <laughs> and the fight I just did was probably one of my favorite uh, RPG villains that like ever. I mean, that's just how good this is, and. Gosh. Even even the uh, there was a dungeon leading up to the fight where like he like ascended into the sky and had to go through this dungeon to get up to him. He's like yelling at you, like loud, like like a booming, ominous, godlike voice while you're going through the dungeon. And then you go and fight him, and it's just like his story is just so good. And the soundtrack, uh, I should have wrote down the name of the woman who wrote it, but apparently she's only done a few projects. But when she does stuff, she just destroys. Oh. And so she's finally like making a name for herself. And the, the soundtrack is just extraordinary. Oh, so future yeah, dragon yeah. of the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just, yeah, it's, it's so good. I just, I can't recommend it enough. Even if you just, uh, the only problem is, is that if you're, I've heard a lot of people talk about this on other shows that it's like, if you're somebody who hears this and goes, Oh, I just want to play shadow bringers. It's like, you can't. There's the, 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 I think. Hours. I mean, you, you can because they will. You can. You can do like the the power level. Like you can. St- you, you can, can start. You can boost. So yeah. it'll boost you up to that story. But you'll just experience a Shadowbringer story, which I don't think has carries the weight if you don't already Unless know you everything before. Did the rest of Final Fantasy. Correct. It's yeah. also an interesting discussion because I feel like Elder Scrolls set up a precedent that nobody else really does. Is that you can just play 
it seems like you can just play any. I think you talked about this. Yeah. You can just play any of the expansions, like whatever story chunk that you want. Like mm-hmm. you can just go into it. Yeah. Regardless of where you are, it is your level. Right. Whereas this is still very old school. You need to, like, if you wanted to play Shadowbringers, you'd have to buy the game, all, all of the expansions, pay the monthly sub, buy a job boost to get you to level 70, and then buy a story boost to skip all the content. So you're, it's like a huge monetary investment. It's, if you wanted <laughs> to just skip two Shadowbringers. To skip straight in just I, from nothing. I do think that if, you, if, if you're just starting out, you can start a character like that. I think they give you one free. Okay. I, I think they do give you one free if you're just starting out. They'll, okay. they'll let you choose where you want to start and at what level. Mm-hmm. So, I but, mean... But even then, like I do think you should just start from level one and actually experience this story. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, Personally, that, yeah. that's what I would that game with. sounds so good. You're gonna want to start from well, yeah, it's the tippy top. Like the original Realm Reborn, it was like good for an MMO kind of thing, and then Heaven's Word came out, and that was another expansion that had an, it has an extraordinary story to it. Stormblood was it was okay. It was okay, yeah. And then now Shadowbringers is like. It's just like there was like a little slope. Like it, people wow. listening can see the slope, but it was like, yeah. <laughs> it's <like> exponential. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting that. Like, I just got way too many games. Yeah, <laughs> true that. Yeah, and more coming. And more coming. They're coming. Can't it's, stop them. I actually just bought Kingdom Hearts three because it was on sale for twenty bucks at Best Buy. <laughs> I did the you same. Did too? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot your game. Yeah, it was, it was I actually to bring you the game. But it was it That's was twenty percent off though. So you know because I have the uh, the the, the you know the the club membership so uh, it's only sixteen dollars for me. Gotcha. <laughs> it's even <Jeez>. better. <laughs> it's even, yeah, yeah. I I was just because we go to Best Buy every Tuesday. And I was like, wait, is that twenty dollars? <laughs> and Joe just like my wife just picked it up. I was like, here you go. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> All right. <laughs> da, 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 da. But yeah, no, I'm, that that game's great. I look forward yes. to going into it. Mm. Awesome, right awesome. Well, uh, now that brings us down to uh, to Caitlin and Amanda. Uh, you yeah, guys are both yay. playing the same game this week, correct? Yes. And what game was that? Dragon Quest Builders 2. Oh, shock. Yeah. <laughs> I said this was going to eat up my oh, soul, I know. and I wasn't lying. Oh, I, I did not believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good. A chapter a week. <laughs> uh, so how many hours have you guys put into this game? I put between 20 and 30. Okay. My my uh, switch says somewhere over forty five. <laughs> <laughs> and what chapter are you guys on? <laughs> yeah, I, I said chapters, but because that's how it works in my brain. But the game yeah. doesn't actually delineate chapters. Okay. So if I think of color schemes or islands main points, yeah, I I'm, I just finished the second one. Okay. And I have just finished the first one. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yay, good for you guys. Yeah. So, uh, so what are you guys taking away from the game so far? I love it. Yeah. I I definitely still enjoy it. Uh, and I'm and but I, I do have a few points that the longer I play, oh no, I know I take that back because <laughs> I fixed it. I, I was having a problem. Uh, the dialogue was so slow, and I, I think talk, I talked about this a little bit yeah, last week where yeah, I just yeah. couldn't get through it fast enough. But the game knows what it is so uh, if you go into settings you can speed the dialogue speed up like exponentially yes so everything that was annoying me two days ago i i fixed in settings so i'm very happy <laughs> <laughs> something that's been annoying you for a week you fixed in like three seconds yes yes <laughs> for 42 of those hours <laughs> yeah, it's been a problem well i have another 150 hours till i'm done so yeah hey mandy least. mandy it's me destiny it's destiny <laughs> where have you been i thought we had a thing you came back I, downloaded. I played Gambit two weeks ago and then Dragon Quest Builders came out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. Take a Gambit and play me. 
Uh, so uh, what are you guys enjoying the most about the game? Okay, so I'm loving the fact that when my town, when a big bad comes to try to fight my town and he destroys part of it, they rebuild it at the end of the battle. So that bothered the hell out of me in the first game because <laughs> I'd go to a boss and then it would destroy half my town and I'd be like, okay, I'm screwed. I have to rebuild my town. I'm angry right now because I worked hard on this. <laughs> I planned everything. The floor is a special color. The The walls are special. Everything was meticulously picked out and then destroyed in 30 seconds. And then you have to remember what went there. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You always have like two squares left over and you're like, I where did these go? Yeah. Like, I don't remember. And they're not even of the same items. So you're like, what? <laughs> but but this one, it automatically rebuilds it yes. for you. That's good. I, I don't know if you've gotten this far, so I'll be vague. But uh, they give you like creation prompts at a certain point. Um, where the, the first island that you're on is very like linear. It's like, go build this and then go do that. And you, and you can take more time on things if you want, but like they, they give you a lot of blueprints where like an object sits in a very specific place. Um, but there's a certain point of the story where it kind of opens up and then they just give you like a more general idea. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm on my second one of those. And I really like it because I feel like if they sent me down in like just an empty room, I would have been like, I have no idea what to do. But they've given you like just enough without being so strict. So uh, that's kind of where I got to be creative, where I was like, oh, I, I, I had a thousand ideas because they gave me just like a little kernel of something. And I think that was really perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have not hit that yet, but that sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like uh, like you're cooking something and they're like, all right, make something. But they give you every single ingredient so you don't know where to start or it's just and then like it's like, oh, no, make a chicken. And you're like, yeah, oh, I can do like, this. Oh, yeah, I would. Yes. I yes. Could, I could yeah, bake yeah. it. I could fry it. I could. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> very cool. Very yes. cool. Anything that you guys were not expecting? Um, or was it exactly what you guys were hoping for? <laughs> all and more. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just got to a point where I was working on something and I got interrupted by a story beat that I could not get out of for like a good hour. And uh, I was not expecting that. Uh, <laughs> I did just get back and everything's fine. But uh, when I got interrupted, I was like, what? 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 <laughs> so if you're working on something like I was, maybe just don't talk to the people with the exclamation points over their heads just <laughs> as a general video game rule. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have a question for you, Amanda. Uh, do you know what the little... Because I, I totally sped past this part in the game. The little lucky tokens or whatever that you get for solving those silly puzzles. <laughs> do they do anything? Yes. If you go to the Harry Hermit ghosty guy <laughs> who lives on the top. <laughs> His name is Harry Hermit? It's, it's something like that. It's something Hermit? It's something it's, like that. It begins with an H. It might be Harry Hermit. It's got to be Harry Hermit. It's back to this Hermit that's Harry. It is now. He's also dead, so he's a ghost. Yes. Uh, so it's ghost hair. Spooky. Woo. Uh, at the top of the mountain, he trades you for unique items. Okay. So like, uh, you get like glasses and bows and oh and then pieces new of tools. his hair so <laughs> okay and the, the tools he gives you are cool okay good because i got all of them <laughs> from the first chapter so i'm like i need to do something with these but yeah yeah you definitely have enough to get the cool tool and okay. they're called lucky tokens they're like super lucky tokens or something like you do like puzzles mini metals. like mini metals, metals that's it yeah, is that what, oh, yeah. Is i'm that thinking what... tates that's why i'm going super lucky tokens. <laughs> is that what the hairy hermit calls it <laughs> his lucky tokens mm. you wouldn't understand his mini metals okay okay yeah that way you're not you know intimidated by them <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and they gave you new tools. Like there was a, a bucket or a vase or something that was, <laughs> <A bucket. laughs> was permanently I, yeah. filled with water. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, Take yeah. that, Destiny. Yeah. We got buckets over here. And 
Oh, yeah, you're... Unlimited water, yeah. yeah. You can keep your planet hop in space adventure. We got buckets and lucky coins. I put water everywhere. <laughs> yes. This is so much better than putting water in the first game. Yeah. Cool. It's okay. We, ha- we have ghosts in Destiny 2. <laughs> yeah, but are they hairy? <laughs> thank no, God, thank no. God, no. Oh, my God. I could not oh. imagine ghosts having fur. Oh. Oh. And somehow it would like, have hair in its mouth, even though it doesn't have a mouth. It's like... I go guardian. Guard guardian. Hold on. <laughs> Very cool. And anything else you guys want to add? Or anything else you guys need to talk about? Or not this week, but no? I'm sure next I'm week. Sure this next is week, all yeah. I'll be playing until chapter then. one and two hasn't not too much. <laughs> How many chapters are there? Do we know? Or segments? I'm guessing four or five because I, well, I think the first one had four. Yeah, I think it was okay. four there, or five. Okay. There are thing. three pi squares on one of the bench that I saw, but okay. it's also a Japanese game. So I think there are at least four chapters because <laughs> <laughs> there's always like the chapter after the chapter. Yeah, yeah. especially yeah. in the Dragon Quest games. Like, hey, here's the credits and now here's the real story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take everything you got and use it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, uh, good game of the week, guys. Yeah. Very nice. And that brings us now to the news. News, 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 news. It's with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's see here. Let's uh, let's start this week uh, with, with actual Destiny. Um, Destiny, I think, uh, starting next week, they're going to be releasing uh, their new armor for, or their last pieces of armor for for this season, I guess if you will, right before the shadow shadowfall. Oh gosh, Shad- yeah, one of the shadows. Shadowfall. shadowfall, yeah. Because Zach said Shadowbringers before, which means it's not that it's one. Not Actually, okay. I think it's Shadowkeep. Shadowkeep. Oh. There it is. Yeah. Thank you. There you go. Wow. Thanks, Zach. Hey, Keeping us on track. It was four letters. I was close. All right. <laughs> I always feel weird correcting people. I'm like, hey, no, no, I know the right do. answer, but I, no, please I correct me. We, we we need your knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. We're the one that's trying to bring you back to Destiny, but we don't know what it's called. <laughs> uh, Shadow Steel. Shadow yeah, Stab. Whatever. Uh, but, uh, Shadow the Hedgehog. I don't know. <laughs> but last year they Shadow did the same stab. thing, where it was like the you know the month before the new the new thing dropped. They're like, all right, here here's a bunch of armor stuff you, you guys can grind for but as soon as the new expansion dropped it was all garbage garbage yeah you guys (laughs) gonna use it so this year because of all that uh this year if you grind it out and you get the stuff for this stuff or for this month uh once the armor 2.0 comes out with shadow keep uh it will give you armor that is uh, the same armor but it will be upgraded so you can use it in shadow keep okay but wouldn't that ruin Shadowkeep? I mean, I understand the one side where I was like, oh, I grinded for this, now it's useless. Mm-hmm. But if I played through Shadowkeep and then all of the armor I got was just as good or not as good as the armor that I had ground for before, I think I would be equally disappointed. and be like, why am I even playing this? I'm I, not getting anything. I think it's still like a lower level, but it will just... Um because uh, like last year, like they dropped like the masterwork and they mm-hmm. did a couple other things. Whereas this uh, this time, they're like dropping I think masterwork and you can now like input like three or four sockets into it okay. of different stuff. So it'll just give you that armor with the sockets now instead of what it already is. Okay. So that way you can actually continue to use it and actually and actually be able to to have fun with it. Uh, so so yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that was the Destiny news of this week. I just thought I'd throw that in there because I forgot to bring that up earlier. Uh, and then also, unfortunately, uh, Australian game studio Defiant Development is going to be closing down. Uh, they're the studio that made Hand of Fate and Hand of Fate 2. Such a good game. Yeah. It is. It Hand is. of Fate. It was a card collecting 
dungeon crawler dragons like style yep uh, action yeah batman (laughs) rpg game yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then uh hand of fate 2 was rough it was more of the same uh they 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 basically said that uh, the games are changing and, and that they weren't keeping up with it because there's a lot of other now uh, dungeon builders or, or card builders and mm-hmm. all these other types of games where they were still kind of making the same thing and they weren't evolving with the times. So, they're, so they released the trailer for their new game that they were working on, but it wasn't going to be released until I think quarter one of 2021. So they weren't going to have enough money in order to get to there. Uh, yep. Yeah, but but Hamafate Two was just too expensive. Yeah. I don't think they no, were evolving. I, I yeah. think they were just <laughs> expensive. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is my fault, Brian. This is all. This is all on me. It's on both of us. Hand, Hand of Fate's on both of us. Hand of Fate was one of my top ten games of that year. It was. And the new one came out. I'm like, I'm gonna get get. I'm gonna get that now. But it came out in December. But I had to like finish all these games before the end of the year. And, <laughs> and I was like, I don't have time to do it right now. I'll do it next year. Yeah. And I never did it. <laughs> and now the studios closed yeah and it's our fault it is well I, I watched the trailer for their new game it was called um uh, let me see here. i think it was called uh a world in my addict in my Ooh. attic in my attic That's in my attic and basically it was uh a family moves into a house and there's a uh, they discover a board game in the attic and they it's, it's basically um uh Catan. so mm-hmm. it's like yeah. a hex hexagonals uh but as they're placing stuff down onto the board you're a character in the game. So whatever you put on the board with extra pieces, you actually get to play that. And, that sounds like it's, the next it, version of Hand of Fate. It was, <laughs> but it was like, it was all visual as well. So like, as you placed it down, like you would see it ri- uh, fall from the top and actually like settle into the world. That's cool. It was pretty, it was pretty awesome looking, but it, like I said, it was still like a, a year and a half out at Aww. least. And there was no way they were going to have that type of money. Oh. Yeah. We, we have too much power here. We can stop tariffs, but I we know, also... Hey, uh, some people are t- asking them to uh, to try to Kickstarter it because it does look really cool. Yeah. So so hopefully they'll do that. Listen to us. I know you guys are listening. Yeah. Everybody I mean, listens. Everyone's listening. Everybody's so. listening. So uh, so Defiant, please uh, please make that game look awesome. And thank you. <laughs> and thank you. Hand of Fate was awesome. I don't know about Hand of Fate too. <laughs> 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 uh, so now that brings us to uh, next piece of news, which was uh, new Overwatch character Sigma. Yes. He got his opening cinematic, and he's also on the PTR, the public test realm. Indeed. Yeah, and Sigma is yeah. from Holland and is a mad scientist. Huh. Yeah. And uh, his some of his tests went a little too close to the sun or to the, the gravity black hole, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the collapsed sun. Yes, and it kind of uh, paid a toll on his mind. And, I, I don't uh, even think he realizes he's the bad guy. That's I, think that, I think it's like that that one meme where it's like, are, am I? Are we the bad guys? And I think that's that's him, but he hasn't come to that conclusion yet. You saw the trailer, right, Zach? Yes. What'd you think of it? It was disturbing in a good way. Like I was captivated <laughs> by what was happening. It was very. It, it has that animation style where like nothing's barely moving except for like maybe like a little thing on his face mm-hmm. or whatever, and they're telling it through dialogue in the background, and it's like. The music was just sharply yeah. edited. Yeah, the music choices were great. The sound effects that they had, and then the the, the voice acting was what really made that. Because you were like, I can mm-hmm. really feel what you're going through. And then, like as his mind is devolving and as his mind mm-hmm. is doing certain things, it's like, oh, 
this is really good. <laughs> and so in the state that he's in, the the, the villain organization in, Organ- in uh, Overwatch is uh, using him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they did with uh, Black Widow to uh, be, be a henchman, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, and he um, can he can make uh, black holes. Uh, he can do he, he, he can he, control gravity. Yeah, he's got a lot of control of gravity in the game. The way it kind of uh, works out, he can throw like two orbs at somebody using gravity to just like explode mm-hmm. into, like mini tiny black holes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then at one point, he could just bring up the ground to make like a meteor and just like lob it at you. That'll knock you back and do a lot of area damage, uh, yep. which is pretty great. Um, he can also absorb damage. And then convert it into shields for himself. So if someone's attacking him, he can just take that all in, like like a black hole, like suck it in, and then can just turn it into a defense for his for himself there. Yep. He he also doesn't wear any shoes. You know what? <laughs> I, I didn't need to know what his feet looked like, but now I do. <laughs> now I do. Yeah. And th- their feet. Yeah, their feet. <laughs> I, he floats. So yeah. why why would you wear shoes and socks if you, your feet never touch the ground? Fashion, yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know. Oh, I mean, his his calves don't touch the ground, but he's got <laughs> he's got pants. He's got pants. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting that pretty much his entire body is covered except for his little piggies. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best kind of sneaker guy to be because you never walk on the sneakers and get them dirty. You just get to show them <laughs> exactly. off. Exactly, they can't get scuffed. Like, there's nothing that can happen to them. I, I just hope that his first like epic tier uh, costume is just socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's different. It's just a pair of booties <laughs> no, no no he's actually wearing nothing but socks <laughs> it's just boxers and socks <laughs> sigma if he sleeps in socks like he puts socks on to go to bed <laughs> uh, that's great if they do sell sigma socks like they have overwatch socks like winston socks yeah. i want those <laughs> <laughs> they're just feet Pointedly. <laughs> just feet. i'm wearing them right now <laughs> Uh, that'd be great. Uh, and then that uh, that brings us to our next thing, which was uh, Nintendo is going to be fixing their Joy-Cons. Uh, hey. Too late. I already <laughs> bought new ones. Yeah, that's what it we. we already bought, I think, two new pairs. We yes. returned the Switch and <laughs> bought a new, got a new one. Before I knew this was a nationwide epidemic, right? I was like, oh, I guess I'm just playing Smash Brothers too hard. Bad on me. It's funny because we've this it's happened to all of us separately. We just never, I guess we just don't talk. We're just like, yeah, this must be an isolated case and just never brought it up with anybody yeah. else. For people that talk about video games <laughs> yeah. throughout the entire week, we somehow uh, dropped the Joy-Con on that one. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Nintendo's going to be fixing them for free and uh, they're going to be refunding you if you already paid to get them fixed. If you have the receipts. See, it bothers, like, it, it, it makes me happy that they're doing this, but it still bothers me a little bit because they're coming out with that new Switch where you can't just buy new Joy-Cons or send in those yeah. Joy-Cons. Mm-hmm. You have to send them your entire Switch in that case. Yep. And it makes me nervous for people who buy that one. I agree, actually. Yeah, I 1,000% agree it, with that. It's funny because, like, I remember growing up, like, every Nintendo console that I had, uh, I was terrible to because, like, we, we had my first we had the NES. uh like i just always remember having it like i don't remember a time where we didn't because i was so young uh and it never ever broke like uh like one of the one of the controllers mm-hmm. and it's so funny that now it's just like well you know i've had it for six months i guess it's just broken at this point and like <laughs> we're like accepting of that and it, i could have jumped up and down repeatedly on on a on a snes mm. controller and then thrown <laughs> it in the pool and then dragged it behind my car and it still would be like yeah it's fine it'll work oh yeah the game boy 
That's because that's because in each one of those things there's like three connections and they're all the size of a penny. Whereas this new stuff, you open up a controller and everything's so tiny, everything's like soldered and mm-hmm. the the control or the the control board is just the tiniest thing possible. And then you open up an NES controller and it's just like just big old fat thing. <laughs> and then, like I said, like everything's the size of a penny. It's like yeah, I don't care if like you scratch up ninety percent of this, it's still gonna work. <laughs> we have enough surface, it's fine. <laughs> Well, glad to hear they said something about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. They're doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could have just done nothing, which some companies do, but they're well, going to try to do something. There was that class action lawsuit people were trying to... <laughs> Shh, we don't need to bring that up. We're legally not allowed to talk about that. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, which brings us to the Witcher trailer, uh, mm. which looks phenomenal. Yeah, it, he looks like Geralt. Yeah. He's a thick witcher. Yeah, <laughs> like anything he's in, I'll watch. So, like, <laughs> I I didn't think I was gonna like it when I showed like the pictures from the back. I was like, man, oh, fuck right. But I saw the trailer and I was like, okay, okay, he does genuinely look good. He, he just has that Matt Smith disease where in motion it looks fine, but if you take a picture of it, it's terrible. <laughs> Matt, we just we Brian, we just got Matt to start listening to our podcast again. I'm okay? just stating a fact. Okay, now I'm you compare not... those two man's faces. Matt. They're not nearly in the same boat. Matt, I would like you to know that the opinions of Brian do not reflect the opinions of the entire podcast. Thank you. That's fair. They don't even represent me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even my brain's like, nah, that's not, nah, that's not. <laughs> uh, the tone of the trailer looks great. It feels like The Witcher. Um, I think the episodic content's going to lean right into the books, which by themselves are episodic content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if they just follow that, I think that, that this is a recipe for uh, some success out there. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Lewis was talking about uh, the character Yennefer looking too young um, on the previous podcast, but I think in the trailer they're they're going a different direction with her, which I really like. And I, I mm-hmm. did get a sense of power from her. Oh yeah, um, that uh, is beyond, I guess, age. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I, translated for me. I did enjoy seeing him do the the three fingers as he was like yeah. swiping it forward. I was like, ah, nice. Yes. That's, they're keeping that. All right, cool. Even though it looks really dumb, I know what it's about to happen, so it's cool. <laughs> in case you don't know, that's when he's about to use the sigils. And it was about uh, to funny do you mentioned that. I, somehow, I'd never crossed my mind watching that trailer. I'm like, I wonder what kind of budget they're gonna have for effects or yeah yeah, yeah yeah well i'm sure you know the next cut is actually cgi but yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i watched the um the panel at a uh, comic-con with the witcher mm-hmm. um to see if there's any more thing more to glean from it and uh, it was just kind of cool seeing uh henry cavill who's playing the witcher kind of just uh nerd out about it we, we've known he's a big world of warcraft fan but yeah. he's also a witcher fan and yeah. he kind of heard there were rumblings of this to be made and so he kind of told his agent like annoy whoever you have to yeah. to get me in that role yeah. and they eventually annoyed someone to the per- someone who was a fan of the books and was like I never thought about making a, a series about it but you keep annoying me so I guess I will yeah. and they're like put Henry in it you know yeah. and they're like no 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 we're gonna do this properly and they had like over 250 different people audition for the role of the witcher and the entire time Henry Cavill was just like hey 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 I'm the witcher I'm the witcher <laughs> Hey, I'm the Witcher. Until eventually they're like, yeah, okay, of course you're the Witcher. Just just yeah. get in here, do your thing. And it, it was cool hearing his passion about the game kind of come through mm. to his passion to want to play the part. Yeah, absolutely. Did, did anyone at the panel look like Dandelion? 
Did they? Did no, they, <laughs> nobody looked like Dandelion, but he did extensively talk about Roach, the horse. Okay. okay. Yeah. And uh, went into a deep conversation about the Witcher's connection to the to Roach, which I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. Like he went really deep into like the lineage <laughs> and the legacy, and I was like, "All right, man, you a nerd? Yeah, <laughs> I get it." Um, I, I forgive me for having never playing the Witcher, but uh, what kind of accent does Geralt have in the game? In the English version, just neutral. Okay. Yeah. Like, he really yeah. Okay. So. And they they did that on purpose. I I think in the no clip documentary when they went through it, they did it on purpose so that he wouldn't feel it from any place in particular. So okay. even in different languages, they still try to go for something neutral, and they don't want to necessarily give him like a Polish sound or yeah, regional. Like that. Considering it's a fantasy world, they want yeah. it to be yeah. They just don't want... Well, how many fantasy world movies or TV shows have you seen where they all have British accents or something? Oh. So that's where I was... Right. Yeah, I meant yeah, American yeah. neutral. Yeah, neutral yeah. doesn't yeah. mean anything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, yes. And also, yeah. since he, he's British, so... Yeah, yeah, he yeah. is. Huh. It's actually great seeing hearing him in his in his natural you know accents or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh... Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. She <laughs> does Superman so well yeah, that we don't. Super, his man from Uncle, yeah. like everything, it's all just hilarious. <laughs> considering <laughs> when he is like, "Wow, that's a really good American accent." Like, <laughs> it's a really good neutral. Oh, he didn't have an accent in Uncle. Uh, n- no, not oh, really. Oh, that's funny because everyone else in that film had an accent. Yes, yeah. yes, they did, which was <laughs> hilarious to me. Because and then Army Hammer, who is the Russian, is American, but he has to do a Russian accent, and then the British guy has to do an American accent. It's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. I don't think they have a re- have a release date for it yet, but it's just sometime in the fall, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> cool uh and then uh, i think that brings us to um i think our last bit of news which is gt online got a casino in there i think it's called the diamond club or something like that like for in-game money for in-game money but you buy the money with or you can buy the money with <gasps> real, real money, money? yes yeah but yes. this is a straight up like real life casino just put into the game like yeah. It's like a hundred dollars, but minimum buy-in. But then there's like a million-dollar penthouse, like games you can play and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought it was interesting, giving all like the the laws being passed in different countries with loot boxes. The GTA is like, we're just gonna put a casino in. That'll get people to buy. We're gonna currency. get our money while we can. <laughs> yeah. You have all these companies. You have all these countries that are like, huh? I wonder if loot boxes are is gambling. And then GTA is like, oh no, this is gambling. <laughs> Hold my beer. Bam. We didn't think of putting actual gambling in, but now that you mention it. Yeah. GTA is like, man, we used to get in trouble all the time, you know, for like the, the prostitute thing, for the hot coffee scandal. We're just not getting in trouble anymore. No. What are people mad about? Ooh, gambling. <laughs> well, it's funny. There we is, go. This has been in the works for like four years. They've been like, like, like uh, teasing this. Yeah. And it just now has finally come out <laughs> in the midst of all this, you know, loot box controversy and all this other stuff. Like, eh, screw it. <laughs> We're GTA. It there. Yeah. We're like the highest selling online game <laughs> ever right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can, or, you can own a strip club in this game. Who cares? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I haven't played GTA online since in like forever. So is it out now? Uh, I believe it's either out now or it's out pretty soon. Okay. I can't remember. I'm just curious to see how quickly this lasts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It'll it'll definitely take, I think they'll keep it up until 
they they get in trouble or or people stop playing it. They go too uh, far. It, yeah, it's we definitely don't. I I out of curiosity, based on all of the loot box discussion we were having, I looked up the Florida statutes because we do a lot of gambling here, mm-hmm. and we yeah. don't have anything even close to what would cover that. No. So uh, it becomes a, a matter of like we don't have regulation today, so they could like issue guidance, but even that like. Think of the political spectrum. Like it would take people time to agree, and then you know talk about what to change the regulations to. So I think they they're definitely smart to do it now yeah. and be like, let's get all the money we can. And then <laughs> <laughs> when they when they shut us down, at least we've made lots and lots of money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we made enough money to make the next GTA. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. as long as they can't convert it back into real money, it's fine. Because right. like, it's, it's, I mean, fair. you can buy, you know, you buy loot boxes with real money. You buy a lot of things with real money. As long as you can't convert it back into something physical or something electronic it's fine gta doesn't connect with steam in any way right i don't believe so okay. no what do you mean like because like in can, steam you can uh sell can like trade items trade items and sell items for game I mean, currency G- and stuff gta is on steam so so but well, i don't think I don't, maybe maybe everything in that maybe doesn't i don't yeah, know i don't know mm. Because I know, I just know that there's a handful of games where you could be like, oh, yeah, you want the special gun skin. Yeah. You can you buy can trade it, it and oh. trade it in there. Kind of like the trading cards. They have some items like that. That yeah, might be Valve fair enough. properties. Maybe. Yeah, I don't remember. Don't yeah, but well, you know, that's out soon or now. I can't remember. I'm, I'm terrible at this. She's uh, <laughs> Brad. There's going to be like a community of just like high rollers. That's all they do. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like sitting there with like the green visors on and they're like computer. Yeah. Then you, then, you, then you try talking to them. They're all 13. <laughs> but really, really good. Really, really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. And then, uh, so that's the end of the news segment. And now that brings us to our hey, tasty topic. Hey, Brian, what? I, uh, I had some dinner today. Did it was you? pretty good. Had a nice Guinness. It was it was all right, nice and full. But I could really go for some dessert. Oh, just something you. that could be, yeah, something just you know, with the palate a little bit. Oh. You, got, you have anything? Um, I made cookies. I think, yeah, Amanda yeah. made cookies. Oh yeah, is there anything I can have with the cookies? Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything tasty with that. Maybe maybe uh, uh maybe a tasty topic. Ooh, I'm the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I believe this week's tasty topic is uh, you, Amanda. You have it, it is uh, the uh, Center for Technology and Society that reports to the Anti uh, Defamation League. Yes. came out with a report. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said that seventy four percent of adults feel harassed while online gaming. So I thought that would be an interesting thing for us to kind of talk through. Uh, <laughs> it, it affects seventy four percent of adults, and we are all adults. So that affects uh, most of us at this table. Yes. Um, they said that uh, 65% of those adults had uh, threats of physical violence, stalking, or sustained harassment, um, uh, which is extremely serious. And, and it's so strange that if you talk to someone about like online harassment, it's just such a given. It's, it's like, oh, of course, accepted. that's just the way that it is. Yeah. But if you, if you look at it like separate from that, it's so astonishing. Like someone threatened you physically they were stalking you uh and and they did that for a long period of time and there were absolutely no repercussions yeah and then i I think i think also in that i think it was like 29 percent of the people that answered the survey also that they they had been doxxed which means that some sort of their personal information got posted online in retaliation for something and it's like Yo, <laughs> it's a game. Y'all. Nothing is ever that serious. No. And 29% is like, that's one in four people. That yeah. is yeah. someone that you know. That, that's, There's that's, six of us at this table. Yeah. yeah. 
that's close to one third. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like uh, speaking of one third, yes. uh, they said one third of all Latinos, Asians, and African Americans who were polled felt like they um, their harassment was specific to their um, ethnicity, and forty percent of women who were polled. Uh, felt that the harassment that they were receiving was just because of their sex, just because uh, they were ladies. The other 60% just must never be on Xbox Live. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> which, which, which is also a good point, because they did say that there were worse games and better games. They yeah. said the absolute yeah. worst game was Dota 2. Congratulations to Dota. Uh, uh, Jesus, that's, worse that's, than Lee? That's Lee's? true. Oh, Lee's oh, right Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dota 2, Counter-Strike, Overwatch, PUBG, and League of Legends. Yeah, there yeah. we go. There yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. But on the other side, they did have some good games. They said that the best games were uh, World of Warcraft, Minecraft, and uh, NBA 2K. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that last one was surprising. I so, like how Blizzard hits the worst and the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just like their those. actual games, yeah. yeah there it is. <laughs> um, so, so you guys want to talk about if you guys have experienced any of this, I guess? Um, I mean, I can start because... Uh, Speaking of Dota 2, I've only ever played one game of Dota 2, and it's specifically because of that. <laughs> I, 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 started, I started Dota 2, and I was like, hey, I've never played any of these types of games, any of like these MOBAs or anything like that. All right, now let me, let me try it. So like, I downloaded it. I was like, all right, let me, let me quick play into a game. And then you know, like, I, I go into it, and there's like a million characters to choose from. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll choose random. So I just put random. It gave me a character. I was like, okay, cool. Let me see if I can figure out how to use these abilities. And then, like, you have, like, three lanes. And so, like, I guess some characters are better on certain lanes and, and some aren't. I don't know because I'm just starting this. And so I'm like, I, like, run up. I'm like, all right, let me just kind of do, oh, I'm dead. That's okay. I'll just figure this out. You know, right. as I'm going through it, like, I, I, like, died, like, three or four times. And then, like, I had just nothing but, like, just flaming in the, tra- in the, in the, in the chat where it's just like, dude, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I literally don't know. This is my first game. They're At like, some point, someone has to play this game for the first time. And there's just, like, it's just, like, like one of the guys are like, oh, okay, you know, just try to figure it out. And then, like, the other three dudes were just like, nah, man, you shouldn't be playing this. You should, you know, you should just log off forever, blah, 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 blah. And they're just like, going on. I'm like... All right, well, screw you guys. I just walked into the enemy the rest of the match. <laughs> I was like, if we're gonna, if you're gonna talk to me like that, that's fine. I'll just walk into the enemy the rest of the map, and that's what I did. And Dota matches aren't short. No, no. no. Oh, no. Uh, that map was. <laughs> that map was real short. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I uh, played one game of Dota two, yeah. and uh, that was it. <laughs> because of that. Yeah. It, it's crazy. Uh, but then you have other games. That, almost every other game that I play, almost everybody's pretty chill. They're like, oh, okay, right. you know, try to figure this out. And as long as you're just open and honest, most of the time people are like, oh, okay, that's fine. Like, oh, this is my first time playing this, like in Final Fantasy fourteen. This is my first time playing this dungeon. Oh, okay, cool. This is what you got to do. Blah, 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 blah. Just stay mm-hmm. in the back or do this, do that. People are more than happy to help you out. But, man, some of those other games, uh, and most of the games that you mentioned, man, <laughs> if you don't know what you're doing, they're just going to be like, nah, screw you. Why are you playing this? Yeah, There's a competitive element. It definitely uh, attracts it hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. yeah. yeah That's absolutely. been my biggest experience, honestly. Uh, uh, that's one of the biggest reasons why I never got into Overwatch more. And I've always said, like, oh, if I had, like, a consistent group of friends, like you guys just, like, ragging on each other, like, if I'm terrible there... I don't yeah. care if Brian says I suck. Like, I really don't care. Yeah. But, like, when I go online and I'm, like, trying to do my best and then, like, 
like uh, you guys were kind of alluding to it last week, it's like usually a guy who's also terrible complaining <laughs> about everybody else kind of stuff. That's pretty much the extent of like when everybody takes it, I think for a given, it's just like, yeah, that's, that's what it is. Like mm-hmm. overwatch community is unfortunately super toxic and horrible. Mm-hmm. And, uh, even if 14 is pretty good, MMOs are good sometimes, but even then, like if you get caught with like a certain type of person who's just like, I run with the elite crowd and I'm lowering myself to play with you peasants. And it's like, yo, I just literally, the expansion came out two weeks ago. I'm doing this for the first time. And then they just like rage quit on you and stuff like that. Yeah. It's it, you get used to it, but, um, I, I know, but then I think there's just layers to it. Cause that's the basis of it. And that you can just chalk up to like, Oh, well there's just idiots. There's just kids on there. They're just raging all the time. But then like, there's other layers to it. I'm actually shocked that you said it was only 40% for women. Cause I have to, every, it seems like oh, every, God, yeah. every yeah. woman I know who plays games are like, I hate playing stuff online because it's a nightmare. What, it's terrible. They, 40% <laughs> said they thought it was because they were women, oh, but okay. it's still up with the 75% of all human beings. True. Yeah. <laughs> I, again, I still think that they just, the other half just don't realize that that's yeah. what it is. <laughs> I mean, or like you said, they just accept it and they're not. Yeah, exactly. It's such a a standard in online gaming that it, you don't even notice anymore. You become numb to it, mm. or that oh, someone says that that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that's that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's rough. I mean, I went down like a rabbit hole at one point. Uh, there there are plenty of videos on YouTube of Overwatch of people who are actually good at the game, but then there's just somebody in the game that's just ruining it and they're just Aww. capturing it at all. And you'll just watch the whole game of this. And it's like, this guy, person's like actually like embarrassing themselves. They're just acting like such a clown or whatever. But it's like, I, but I can't imagine being on the, like I said, I have the privilege of like, it's just like, I have a choice. I like, I can choose to just not play that game or deal with people. They're not personally insulting me. But like when you start bringing in other factors, like you said, it's like, oh, well, this person sounds African-American, so I'm going to go after them for that. Or this clearly a woman, so she doesn't know how to play games and stuff like that. It's, no one's yeah. called me any yeah. any African-American slurs directly because they probably you know don't even know. I bet they, they, they mm. could. They would if they knew. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is slung around around me. <laughs> yeah. And some, some of it is, uh, I, I guess, fraternal or whatever. Or it's done in a, a casual way. It's not in a angry way, you mm-hmm. know, in a... Um, but I still, I don't really enjoy hearing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't go online to hear that. I just don't. I just, I'll, or, you know, I'll just stick to the friends that I have or just not get on the mic or anything like that. I mean, the, the few times that I have, even like one time I did on Overwatch like two years ago and everyone was cool. I was like, oh my gosh, people are nice on the internet. We're working well. We're doing the payload. We're doing great. How long did that last? Well, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't take too long before uh, Manu was in the background. She asked me a question for something and I was like, oh, it's right over there. And not like a second later, hey, who's that? She's got a pretty voice. Hey, make her say something else. Hey, could you do that? Hey, make her say this. I was like, no, come on. <laughs> what? How are you like? We're doing being, so well, guys. <laughs> and like, you're being like proxy creepy. Yeah. And like, you're there on the bed, like, oh, just like. <laughs> like, I'm not playing this game. I'm living my life in my house. You didn't ask for this. It's not, <laughs> that makes me really sad. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've experienced it, something like that, where I've, I forget what game I was playing, but it was. There's voice comms and I don't do that, but I, you know, I can type out in the computer. And so like one of the, my teammates is a girl and they start talking and then you just have a bunch of like, uh, like two of the guys are like, Oh, Hey, Hey, how's it going? 
Hey, um, they get all weird. Know, hey, where, 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 where you live? Hey, uh. Why don't you do this? Uh, well, uh, you're really good at this. And then it's just like it's like goes like the really creep factor, and it's like ah ah, and it's just like I'm like typing on the, the keyboard, like just stop, stop, <laughs> just stop. What, what yeah. has been your all experiences? Yeah, in the, that realm, the the two women here. <laughs> well, well, I have a. I have a deep-seated trauma with competitive games, so I generally avoid them. Um, uh, my my brother owned the Xbox when we were growing up, Oof. so whenever he got a brand new game, we weren't allowed to play it for like two months, and then you were allowed to play it after he was phenomenal at it, and you were still trying to figure out what was going on. So it became a game of just being told being told that you were terrible at it, and then be, dying over and over and over again. So generally, I'm a little more sensitive to competitive games than other people. <laughs> Your but, brother was uh, the internet. He was the he was my he was my own personal internet. I love you. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, but I feel like every time I've ever tried to do it, it's just been that. It's like either I'm trying to learn to play, and everything is so phenomenally toxic, or if I get on voice comms, then it does become just like overwhelmingly creepy. Where even if I'm doing well, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like uh, uh, either comments about my voice. Or, or just really s- super invasive questions, or just people being uh, generally odd, like trying to, to show off, or, or, or like trying to be like overly personal, uh, overly personable, and it's just like yeah. I, I get so uncomfortable that I'm just like it's not worth any game. Yeah, and there are I, so yeah. many other yeah. games to play. Yeah, I've been in a group where everything was normal, and then like a female would join, and all of a sudden there were just dick jokes everywhere. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> what? Why, why? Why is this a thing why, all why of a are we sudden? Doing this? Yeah, I had one game where it was it was like that. Or like I think the one game I had where it was a girl playing and everybody was cool. I was like, oh wow, this is really nice. This is a change. It gets to the very end of the match where we win, and, and then every single guy is like, hey, you want to join my team? Hey, you want to join up? <laughs> oh, hey, God. you want to join up? Hey, whatever. And it's just like, oh yeah, I, I we can played. Help you, I can we help played, you rank up. Yeah, exactly. We, we, <laughs> like, we, we just like you, we've played like three matches together, and they're all never wanted to you know rejoin. You know, they never said you know please join my team with any of us. We just happened to be in the same team the next couple of matches, and then yeah, as soon as there's one girl like, hey, you want to team up? Hey, you want to team up? It's like, Jesus. Haven't yeah. you, Caitlin? No, it, it's been a constant <laughs> in my gaming career. Yeah. Back when I played Guild Wars originally, um, I started playing. Luckily, I have, I, it's usually, I st- it starts out as a good experience and then it turns bad very relatively quickly. Uh, so for Guild Wars, I originally played because a friend of mine played and we got into it and we would play together. And he was cool. He was just a friend. It was never anything crazy. But then I ended up joining his guild, and then all the guild people made everything creepy. So uh, then I had to stop playing Guild Wars for a little while. (laughs) Uh, Then it was fine for a few years. I really didn't play anything else that would be online. And then I discovered League of Legends. And it sucked because I started playing with a group of friends. And probably three out of the seven people that were in our group were awesome as me as a beginner like totally understood oh you don't understand any of this you've never played a game like this before you're fine here let me teach you this is when you do this skill this is when you do that this is the lanes and being super cool about it Mm -hmm. and then the other seven or or the other four of the seven would be acting like they're understanding until we're actually playing and then they just start getting super rude Mm. uh start yelling at me just be a a healer no one cares about a healer just be the healer don't worry about this crap sorry joe i keep throwing out (laughs) um <laughs> but and then they would just pigeonhole me well no no you're not a good of this I, i'm just gonna take this it's like well i can't get better if you guys are gonna be on me like yeah. this and then i would go play with randos because i'm like okay well you guys are being 
jerks and uh, I'll just wait till it's just the other three that I like playing. Uh, so I play with randos and it'd be even worse. And then I always play with my my usernames Penny Lane DC and everything or Miss Penny Lane DC. So it's mm-hmm. obvious I'm a girl. Yeah. So <laughs> even if there's no voice chat, because in League you don't need voice chat, I still uh, have the feminine username. So people will still be like, yelling at me like oh slut go go do something else or and like just throwing out any rude phrase they can come up with and it's like i don't play le- I, play, I play league once a year now every year just for uh, the winter event and i only play like two or three times because then i get my fix in and then i don't have to worry about people again yeah it's like it's like what are you doing on the computer shouldn't you be in the kitchen I, i've yeah. heard i've heard that <laughs> many times i've oh yeah it's, it's even weird because it's subtle sometimes where it's not like sometimes it's overt and terrible, but sometimes it's just like uh, everyone will be picking their role and be like, oh, you should you should play the healer. And oh, it's like, always. What, what, why? Why? <laughs> why specifically me? And and uh, like I said, I've had I've had video games my entire life. I don't remember a time where I wasn't playing video games. My mom bought a console for herself before I was born. So it was <laughs> always in the house. Yeah. But even I feel like I have to prove that I'm good at things. Yeah. Like I can't just start a game and be like hey we all started at the same time i feel like i have to try harder to be like no i'm just as good as you are i can totally play dps if you need me to which is which is stupid and and unfair (laughs) in league i was a great caitlin i would i would clap i would rank s class is is caitlin a player yes okay Okay. yeah yeah she's chosen because of my name i'm not gonna lie but I was, I was great going with it. I was like, "You are a great Caitlyn." Yeah. I think you're always a great. You're Caitlin. the best Caitlyn in that game. <laughs> but I was actually really good at her. And every time it would be a character selection, and I like if it was they they did the thing that we were talking about last week with uh, Overwatch, where it was okay, you have to pick a role mm-hmm. uh, ahead of time. So I would pick the ADC every time, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "Well, no, you you should play you should play Sona, you should play a healer, you should play anything else. Leave the ADC to me. I've got this." And it's always like this guy who's voice chatting and who's a total jerk and it's like no i'm gonna play caitlin and then i win my lane but you lost jungle because you suck (laughs) (laughs) any suggestions on on what we can do uh unfortunately (laughs) i think what can be done at this point um, because unless you're gonna heavily censor something which i don't think ever really lasts because everybody every single troll is going to get around that Mm -hmm. in some capacity we found a really amazing i don't know if this actually happens yeah. or if we just thought it happened and then that was almost just as good uh-huh. but uh uh troy and our friend bobby were playing uh gta online uh and, and this, these are the early days early ps3 days, yes. beta before it was a thing uh-huh. and 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 they were they were they were playing like the jerks uh, well, we didn't start off that way. We started <laughs> off just playing GTA Online, doing heists, and yeah. then we decided we were going to be done with the game. So let's be as GTA as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Stole people's cars, ran them into the ocean, gunned people down. We were just, like you said, jerks. And and uh, GTA, I don't know if GTA actually did this, but if they did, then this is perfect. <laughs> it's, they just sent them to a server where everyone was like that. It's like, if you want to play like this totally play like that but welcome to the hell of the internet <laughs> it was 
was just and it was the hell of the internet <laughs> I've never heard so many slurs about so many things <laughs> no one was left out everyone was angry raging no one could understand why everyone was angry and raging and and we just like we just like went around and we're just like oh this is what happens <laughs> this is what happens when you're a bad boy oh we thought we were jerks we're not <laughs> I, I like the idea of that is that the better you play the more they put you with people that are just uh, you know adults and friendly and empathetic <laughs> and, but if you want to be that person fine but like go be that person with everyone else who's just as angry as I hear you are. a creepy yeah. dude creepy on this other dude and this creepy dude creepy <laughs> on this other dude you all just creep each other yeah <laughs> equal opportunity creepers yeah <laughs> Uh, but I don't know if there's really a, a thing that you can solve. I think the only thing you can really do is just get either thicker skin uh, if you're, you know, because this is just going to happen in almost every single game or just try to play games that just have good communities in them. What were the games again that you said had the best communities? Uh, WoW, Minecraft, and um, NK... NK. Yeah, NBA oh, yeah. 2K. NBA 2K. <laughs> the, the WoW thing shocks me. Personally, I think it, I think it has gotten better because I think a lot of those people have moved on to other games that don't cost a monthly subscription. That's fair. <laughs> There's also room in those games to make like a community for yourself. Like it's the same thing with 14. Like I'm never going to get into Savage Endgame rating, so I don't ever deal with those people anymore. Yeah. And there's enough content in the game that you can still experience almost everything with people who play it a more casual thing. So when I drop into a random dungeon... More often than not, they're just not going to say anything, and I'm not going to have a conversation. But every once in a while, you do get paired with that guy who's decked out with everything like that, and he's just automatically just like, everybody's garbage, and I hate everybody. And I'm just like, why do you even play this game? Like, you clearly are not having fun. Like, I don't understand, but I, I mean, I, t I tend to agree that, unfortunately, um, it, it seems to be like a lot of those people in my experience, unfortunately, are people who are tend to also be somewhat decent at the games and they, they always seem to have a poor attitude about who they're playing with and they kind of mm -hmm. like, it becomes more of like a gatekeeping kind of thing. It's like, oh, I'm going to be awful to you because I don't want you to play the game because I think you're bad. So therefore you works. should just, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's the most common type of way I deal with it and I just don't know. I, I think some games, maybe even Overwatch tried this. It's been so long since I got on, but like the only other thing I could think of and that could do something similar to the GTA thing is that maybe like some sort of like end of match system where like you can assess the people you played with. Yeah. And even if this guy's like has a god tier SR, like well he's 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 always awful every time he plays. So then maybe they match make yeah. him with people who have similar. Yeah. There's a lot of robust. You know, report systems mm -hmm. that are very detailed and followed up on there's endorsement levels so if someone's being really good you can give them props mm -hmm. you know to help promote people to want to do better and then mm -hmm. there's rewards for being a better person online mm -hmm. or being a team player yeah. yeah you know there's focus that they're trying to take away from just how many kdrs or what your kdr instead of you know showing the negatives they only show the positives there's a lot of positivity that they're trying to enforce to try and, and show more empathy in games mm. but it's you're right the 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 trolls are 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 plowing through that um i mean i just think maybe i don't know i want to be a little harsher maybe like i want to i'm going to sign up for the ai that'll listen to us all the time <laughs> and when you say something gross or say something offensive it's just like boom banned yeah i i do think now that you mentioned i do think overwatch does have a good system i think most games need to have a report system at the very least mm -hmm. which i'm still surprised games launch now that don't have a report player it's yeah. crazy to me. 
but I do think that does help. It's just that that is also manpower that that game now has to invest mm-hmm. in yeah. in order to review. Because yeah. then that not only do they have to review your report, but they also have to review what they said in the chat logs. I, or I think they should be required to. I okay. think yeah. it's irresponsible for them not to. Oh, I agree. It's the idea that it's not their responsibility. Because mm-hmm. if, even if you sign up for a game now, it's very much geared towards we are responsible for your entire experience unless you're online, in which case, like, we we just are devoid of ownership of it's that wild experience. Wild West. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, I, which I think is just, again, irresponsible. Yeah. Is you, you've put people in this position. I have to be in, I have to have this experience to fully enjoy your game, and you're not moderating it. Or if you are moderating it, you're moderating it really loosely. Mm-hmm. You making money has taken precedence over my safety and well-being as a person, yeah. mm-hmm. and that seems that seems unfair. I think it's yeah. going to take one company to step up and to take it more seriously mm-hmm. and to really crack down on that and lose money yeah. by doing that. But then hopefully it'll inspire others to make that a norm. Yeah. I would say on the plus side, the Anti-Defamation League, the, the people who came out with this report, mm-hmm. are um, doing some research and they, 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 they um, intended to post findings later and I'm going to continue to monitor it. So if they come up Ooh. with any ideas or cool suggestions, then I'll definitely bring them up on the podcast. Nice. An ongoing taste. I want them to, okay, so you, someone says a terrible slur against you or something. It automatically records that. You have to connect to the fa- your Facebook to play this game, and it auto like sends that to your mom. <laughs> I, we, okay. We did talk about that a little bit today because we t- we talked about the the Overwatch recording. They record your last ten matches, and it mm-hmm. was starting internet justice because people were going back in time, and being like, "Hey, remember when you were mm-hmm. angry? Well, this is what you yeah, also yeah, yeah. did." I actually think that that would help. Mm-hmm. Is if they recorded the audio. I know there's negative ramifications there, and they probably couldn't do it all the time for everything. Yeah. But the idea that what you say is available forever mm-hmm. takes away a little bit of the um, uh, anonymousness of it. Anonymity. Mm-hmm. Well, anonymity. Yes. Well, the the uh, Blizzard did try to in- implement a real ID system where you did have to put in uh, your your credentials or some sort of like uh, your address and all this other stuff. But there's a huge backlash because it is, I mean, if you, we've already seen like, ex, you know, Experian and all these other places, they get hacked. So they get, so your personal information could be out there. Uh, your personal information is out there. Oh, I know, it is. I know where illusion. you are. Yes, no, I know. <laughs> but you know what I mean though? Like, like it's, there is a, a certain form of anonymity that you should have. Now Why? You should have. <laughs> I know you work for big data, but, (laughs) um, you know, that, that there was such a backlash from that, that Blizzard actually did step that back and they didn't implement their real ID system. Um, but I do like, and Troy was saying earlier that some games will either fail or not, depending on their community. That's what happened with Eve Online. Eve Online actually had a really toxic community for a really long time and their player base was going down because new players were just not getting into it. Mm -hmm. And then... Uh, both the company and the actual players realized, well, we can't keep doing this because uh, uh, we're we're just going to die off. So now there's like now like sanctioned uh, uh, different player groups that are just welcoming in new players. As soon as you spawn, they're like, hey, look, you want to join our group? We can show you exactly how to do everything. We can be really cool. And then they're trying to do that. So they are there are games that are trying to foster that, especially if they are smaller games like Eve Online. Right on. Yeah. So I think, I don't know, I, th- I think reporting and whatnot is the best way, or the AI. 
I think AI kind of doing that is going to be probably the best thing because it's the le- the most cost effective. We, we were saying if they do AI, it can't be Sony's PlayStation AI <laughs> because uh, we never say the word PlayStation in the house, and all of the time it's it pops up to be like, "Hey, did you need help?" Like, no, no, <laughs> no go I, away. I said microwave. How did you even get that? <laughs> what? Yeah. So, uh, so good, tasty topic. Good tasty. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yum, 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 Rich yum. topic. Yeah, that was meaty. Uh, so that brings us to our dragon of the week. It's the dragon of the week. Yeah, it's so chic. Oh, whoa. It's the dragon of the week. It's not very meek. Dragon of the week. Dragon of the week. Dragon of the week is our chance to put a spotlight on industry professionals who have uh, influenced us, and we want to show a little love to the people that are making the games that we talk about every week. That's right. And our, this week's dragon of the week is Zach. Take it away. Oh, it's me. That well, is you. I mean, <laughs> well I'm, done. I'm glad all I, I've done for <laughs> video games and <laughs> it's actually Bravo. Specifically, you, Zach. Your first live. Drive. You and Nobuo. <laughs> <laughs> Funny that you mentioned Nobuo. Uh, yeah. I'm keeping in the theme of composers. Right on. Right. Someone who has a not a super close, but a good working relationship with Nobuo. Uh, his name is Yasunori Mitsuda. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite composers of all time. Mm-hmm. I kind of wrote a novel here, so I'll try not to keep us here too long. <laughs> but uh, I, I think he's an interesting guy as well. Uh, Mitsuda, is, he's 47 years old right now. He's still living in Japan. He has a, a similar story to a lot of the people we have in games who he early in his life had no connection to video games or anything like that. He wasn't even a musician. He was actually an athlete and thought that that was what he was going to do with his life. But then uh, it said that whenever he was in high school, he uh, he watched the films Blade Runner and Pink Panther specifically and was so it's the same movie. Hammered, confounded yeah. by their the, the different types of scores and the music and uh, how okay. much they like made the ambiance of the films and whatnot. He's like, I want to do something like that. And so not only did he start like working with pianos that like teach himself how to play, but he also got his father to get him his first computer hmm. and he started programming his own games just so that he could compose music for them. And that's how he got started doing this as a teenager. Which that is a very roundabout very way. Ambitious, <laughs> very ambitious. I'm going to teach myself computer programming and then also write music. I thought it was pretty intense. He, uh, I thought it was pretty unique, especially considering a lot of like, uh, stereotypes around like Japanese upbringing. He had like a, a family who's like supported his uniqueness and oh, was okay. like, you know, you should totally do whatever it is you want to do. And he, and he didn't get to go to like a really prestigious school. He went to like a really low budget music school. And, but because he's, he also, but he was very grateful for like the experience he had there because he got to see like a different side of it where a lot of his instructors would also like part-time musicians who would go do gigs and he would volunteer to help them like basically like he would be almost like a roadie for them like rig their stuff up for them and go there and get to see that people play different kinds of music and also get more experience with different types of equipment and sound producing and whatnot and he kind of like built up his resume doing that nice um he would take his uh, first position as an intern uh, for what was called Wolf Team at the time. And nowadays, I don't know the exact name, but it's a branch of Namkai, Namco Bandai. Okay. Uh, the, the branch that makes like the Tales of games and whatnot. So this is who they were back then. He worked under uh, uh, Motoi Sakuraba, which is another very famous composer who's done like the Tales of series, Star Ocean, Smash, Pokemon, Golden Sun. So he was got to intern under a very high profile guy, just like... 
it just seems like the stars just keep aligning for this yeah, guy. Yeah, he decided he wanted to do something really cool. Um, <laughs> after he served as an intern there, he got his first paying job with Square Enix. Uh, he described he, he was actually interviewed by Nobu Uematsu for the job, and he said the interview was a horrible disaster, but apparently it wasn't that bad because he gave him the job. <laughs> but similar to Nobu, he said, I don't really care about the Square company. It's just a job, and it's going to be the stepping stone to get me to do actual real work. You know? <laughs> uh, and uh, he worked there for like two years, and even though he had like the title of like video game composer, he never was given any actual projects. He was mostly just doing like sound producing and like making sound effects and whatnot to the point where he finally just kind of like snapped on uh Hironobu Sakaguchi which is the creator of Final Fantasy and the VP of Square at the time and yeah. said like look you're giving me a game and you're gonna start paying me more and <laughs> they had like this big thing and Sakaguchi was like well we'll give you a project and if you actually succeed with it then maybe we can talk about giving you a higher oh salary gosh. what project is what, this? what was that game Oh no! Is it? I don't know. Is it Kingdom Hearts? Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger. (laughs) (laughs) That is uh, that is shooting for the stars there, sir. Hey, listen. If you don't take your shot, you never score. (laughs) I mean, maybe they had no idea what they had whenever they were making Chrono Trigger, but. Uh, probably a little bit out of anger with his relationship with his employer, but also with the opportunity to prove himself. He like dove into this twelve thousand percent to the point where. They described his work ethic that he was basically not ever sleeping and just working nonstop to the point where he'd be in the studio like falling asleep on top of his keyboard. Uh, And uh, he even mentioned that some of the songs that he wrote were just came to him in dreams when he was passed out like that. (laughs) For example, one of my favorite songs he ever wrote, uh, the ending song to Chrono Trigger to Far Away Times, he said it just came to me in a dream and I just woke up and wrote it down and just kind of did that thing. That's because he fell asleep on the keys. It actually it actually got really bad. He like finished like 90% of the game, but he had been working himself so hard and making himself so sick with stress that he started to develop like very serious like stomach ulcers and was hospitalized Aww. over the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And that's when his superior Uematsu had to step in and write some more tracks and finish it for him. Okay. Uh, but and nevertheless, obviously, Chrono Trigger was a gigantic success, so it gave it him well. a lot of <laughs> <laughs> it gave him a lot of notoriety. Um, he's similar to Uematsu, I think, in that like a lot of games, I guess maybe cater to a specific style. But he was more interested in like his other musical influences outside of video games, like jazz and folk music and whatnot, and it really shows through a lot of what he does. Sweet. Um, he would work with Uematsu again. His next project was Front Mission, a game oh. I've, I've never played. I remember those. Um, yep. And Uematsu said again, like watching this guy, like he does not handle stress well. He was just constantly work himself and make himself sick. Like he 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 doesn't have like a a, a good work life balance yeah. when he does something. He just works himself to death and just kills himself over Yikes. what he's trying to do. His, the next big thing, another game that I'm a huge fan of, uh, was Xenogears. Uh, he wrote uh, he wrote the whole soundtrack and wrote the first ever ballad that was in a Square-produced game. Really? Is well, the ending song special. to Xenogears. It was the first time that something... It was actually surprising because Nobu Uematsu does so many Final Fantasy songs with brings in uh, you know female vocalists or whatever, but he was technically the first to do it for the ending theme to Xenogears. Hmm. Um 
he did a lot of like, uh, un- I don't know where he found the time, but in addition to composing, he would go and do like side projects where he would do like acid jazz remixes of like Chrono Trigger <laughs> and stuff like that. But unlike Uematsu, he actually kept through on his word. He got his work experience and then he quit Square and said, I'm just going to be a freelance composer. I'm not being owned by a company anymore after what I went through there basically after all those but then scares. immediately was hired by square to do another project which was chrono cross because <laughs> they were like well you did the first one you need to do the next game yeah, and yeah, yeah. chrono cross is honestly like i think maybe overall as a video game soundtrack might be my favorite video game soundtrack uh, i'm with yeah. you there that's yeah. like, really good we got you this really nice <laughs> desk pillow <laughs> uh and then i had a quick rundown of some of the other things he's done uh xenosaga shadow hearts inazuma 11 an anime uh, Xenoblade yep. Chronicles 2, Episode Ignis for Final Fantasy 15, uh, the Black Butler anime. He did a what? couple solo albums. Uh, he co-designed the Korg synth programs for the DS and 3DS that's on huh. there. I didn't even know the DS had a Korg <laughs> synth oh, program, wow. but he actually helped make those and, and put those in there. He, oh, so he's cool. done a whole bunch of different kind of stuff. Uh his process, he described about uh, how he writes music for games, is that he, uh, I think, like you were talking about Enon Zer last week, he takes about a month to consume as much as he can about the project before he starts writing it because he also cares about making music that is actually significant to the game. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a funny comment. He said he would even, he didn't, he didn't, he wouldn't go through a game and go, oh man, this game, I don't think it's so good. And then just kind of like mail it in. He would go, well, at least my music will be like the one good redeeming quality about this game. So I'm still going to write like really good music for this. Like that was his attitude. <laughs> he's, he's like, at least they're not going to say the music sucked. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and there's a, a nice quote. He said, um, I, I think the music should be something that lasts with the player. It can't be some random music, but has to be something that makes its way into the player's heart. I feel very strongly about composing something that will leave a lasting impression. And I think that's like a perfect way to describe several of the games that I mentioned. Like, oh, that's yeah. a beautiful quote. Yeah, yeah I, like I just it. listen to, I just I, I just randomly get songs from those games in my head randomly at times. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, hey, that's I a mean, good quote to end on, man. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Like, yeah. A lot of like the Chrono games and Xenogears especially, they're much like the Final Fantasy music. It's celebrated in orchestrated concerts like all over the world yep. and whatnot. Um, I love this because Chrono Cross is one of my favorite soundtracks of all time as well. Yet I, in my dumbness, have never looked up who did it. I'm just yeah. like, I don't know, square. Yeah. So, it's, it's good. Thank That's you all for bringing it. Yeah, yeah. Such a unique sound, and he just did crazy things. With like again, like knowing the game. That, that I mean, if you've never played Chrono Cross, it's basically a game where a character traverses between two parallel worlds of the same world, but the circumstances of what is happening to those worlds is different. So he, you'll hear the melody for a town, but then go to the other world, and it's like a melody, but it's been flipped to fit. Like and, maybe and, something yeah. bad happened there, so it's slower and more somber and whatnot. It's just in one world you're you, in the other world you're your nemesis, you're your enemy. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it's pretty amazing. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> All right, well, uh, good dragon of the week there, sir. Yeah, yeah snaps for that. Very nice okay. dragon today. And I think his... Caitlin, you have some, you have some news. I forgot this earlier. That's okay. Uh, we always save Nancy Drew for last. We really do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot that uh, a new character, a uh, little blurb was given out for the new Nancy Drew game. Uh, that will supposedly come out this year in November. Supposedly. Supposedly. Uh, her <laughs> name is Deidre Shannon. And high maintenance Deidre Shannon has spent her life hovering in Nancy's shadow and lives with the knowledge that she is the girl who would have become Nancy Drew had circumstances turned out better for her. All right. That, you know, Deidre Shannon, 
that sounds like a high maintenance person. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can look in the picture. She doesn't look that happy. No, she oh, doesn't. No. She also no. doesn't look that high maintenance. She's just wearing like jeans and a, and a sweater. Jacket, right? Because she can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy Drew got everything. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> well, Nancy's dad is a lawyer. So. Yeah. Um, is, is she the Oswald the Rabbit to Mickey Mouse? Oh, maybe. Okay. Yeah, it could be like we'll that. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll okay. find out in next year. <laughs> Hopefully not next year. Yeah, I know. Year. I hope it's November. Four years soon. Yeah, I might. I, like the crying will never stop. No. <laughs> Ooh, they have Nancy Drew pop sockets now. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's this week's uh, uh, Taste of Dragons, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Good episode. Yummy. Good episode. And as always, we film live upstairs in Tate's Comics, powered by our friends at 2000 Brigade. Yeah. And then uh, you can always catch us online on the uh, Facebooks and the Instagrams uh, yeah. this week. What do we have? We got a lot of content on Instagram. Come on over and read about. We have a uh, ranking of dragons, our quest to rank every video game dragon in, in uh, video game history. We add a new dragon every week. So this week we had a uh, chef dragon. Captain Dragon from Wonder Boy, the 80s series, which is pretty great. Check on there to check that out. And this week in gaming history as well, we had Mother in uh, July 27th, 1989. (laughs) Nice. Um, So yeah, and a bunch of other fun stuff on on Instagram. So come check us out for some Taste of Dragons content throughout the week. Yep, yep, definitely. And then also don't forget to like and subscribe to, on the various uh, platforms. Give us a ranking, if you will. Hey. Uh, <laughs> a ranking Ooh, of yeah. Taste of Dragons. Ranking of the Taste of Dragons, yeah. Uh, so uh, once again, my name is Brian. I'm Amanda. My name's Davidson. Joy. <laughs> 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 I'm Zach. And I'm Caitlin. And that was this week's Taste of Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye. Hi. Bye. 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 Bye.